Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Luke chapter 1, we're, we got down to verse 38 last time, so find 39, that's where we're going to be starting today, with a message entitled, What to Expect When They're Expecting. So Mary now responds with what we have called the Magnificat, because it's Latin for the, my, you know, magnify. And, and that's what Mary does in, in verse 46. This is a Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. I have to wonder at this point, how much did Mary truly understand? You know, what, what was it that she understood about what was happening to her. It seems like Elizabeth, by the Spirit, has some understanding of what's going on with Mary. But my question is, did Mary understand any of it? I almost named this sermon, Mary, Did You Know? But I think it's been taken, and it seemed a little cliche and too Christmassy. So, but, but I wonder, did Mary know? What did she know? Did Mary look at her belly and say, my soul magnifies the Lord? Or did she know that she was carrying the Lord of glory? She knew she was carrying the Messiah, but did she know that she was carrying the Most High God who would implant himself into her, into her womb? Later in her life, we know this, she would question Jesus. She didn't really, he didn't really seem to do what she anticipated him to do in her life. And so Mary became confused as Jesus became old and, and, and went into his, not old, but a young man who went into his earthly ministry. She became confused because he wasn't rubbing shoulders with the high priests and, and the, the religious leaders, maybe like she expected, or, or rising in the ranks of government like she might have anticipated. But instead, he was this strange guy who would go place to place and, and kind of live out in, in, in wherever. You know, he didn't really have a home base. He just kind of wandered around and ministered to people. And, and so what she does in Mark chapter 3 tells us that there was kind of a family intervention that took place. They were worried about Jesus. And so in Mark chapter 3, verse 31 through 35, it says, And his brothers and his mother came, and standing outside, said to him, call, or sent to him, calling him. And a multitude was sitting around him, and they said to him, Look, your mother and your brothers are outside seeking you. But he answered them, saying, Who, are, who is my mother or my brothers? And he looked around in the circle of those who sat with him and said, Here is my mother and my brothers, or here's my mother and my brothers, for he who does the will of God is my brother, my sister, and my mother. So at this point in his ministry, kind of disowning the unbelief of his family and, and, and really focusing on those who were believing, those who were trusting him, and saying, These who believe, they're my mothers and my brothers and my sisters. Later, of course, Mary would become a disciple, and of course, his brothers would as well. But for a time, she would forget that he was the Lord. And so you wonder, how much did Mary really know? 
Verse 48 says, For he regarded the lowly state of his maidservant, for behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. Now, he seems, here it seems that Mary really kind of explains how she feels. It's regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. The word lowly state in the Greek, the word means humiliation. Now, I, I think about that. You know, he's regarded my humiliation. Now, of course, and, and of course, that plays into what Mary said when it says that she was troubled by the saying that she was highly favored, that she's blessed among women. She didn't see herself as much. And so certainly she's saying that, but, but I think more so she is saying, thanking God for this word of knowledge, this prophetic word spoken by Elizabeth, because she mostly is going to be, or most certainly is going to be humiliated by what has happened to her. Most certainly she's going to face trial and tribulation because she's pregnant outside of wedlock or in the betrothal period. But you know, I think when it comes to these things and, and having this word from Elizabeth and knowing that God's in control, that's really what makes all the difference, isn't it? I don't know that it's oftentimes that God humiliates us or allows us to go through humiliation. He does sometimes. It's good for us, I suppose. I don't, I don't know that it's super common that he makes us humiliated before people. But I do know that we serve a God who stands with us and we can look to him in the midst of our humiliation, even if it's something that we did. And I don't know how many times I've looked to God, confessed my sin, confessed my failures, and God has come and delivered me from certain consequences of my own stupidity. You know, I, I think that oftentimes Christians don't do that. You know, you make a mistake, you do something really stupid, and you figure, well, I deserve what's going to happen to me. And so you just go through it. But here's the thing. If your toddler made a mistake... And, and did something really stupid, which they tend to do. Do you walk through them with it, or you say, well, you're on your own? No, I, I think it's, it's true, I, what, I, what it's been said, that saying it's my fault so I can't go to God is kind of like saying I'm too sick to go to the doctor. The reality is, is that God's with you, and when you make mistakes, he's there. If you are repentant, if you, you're asking God for forgiveness, you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and it cleanses us from all unrighteousness. He's faithful to walk through those difficulties with us in our lives. Whether it's something that he has led us to or something that we have put ourselves in. We serve an amazing God, and he makes all the difference. Verse 49, it says, For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and his name is holy. Obviously, Mary didn't think much of herself. She's looking to God who's done great things in her life. And it says, His mercy is on those who fear Him from generation to generation. So what Elizabeth has said to Mary has certainly emboldened her. Sure, it was, it was confirmation that she was praising God about. You know, when God came through for her. You know, and I, I think that we need those confirmations sometimes, don't we? You know, it was, it was interesting. There was a guy, when Isaiah was born... A guy came in and he told me, you know, it was a, one of the elders of the church came in and told me, Isaiah's going to, Shan's going to have to have a C-section. And we had gone through the Bradley classes. We were not going to do, you know, we weren't, we were doing it all natural. We, we were educated. We were doing it right, you know, in our mind. And he came in and told me that. And I said, hey, thanks for telling me that. 
you know, but he, he, he said, you know, I, 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 the Lord told me to come down here. I went in and my wife said, you're going to tell Shannon she's going to have to have a C-section. He says, thank you. I thought I was going crazy. And so he got in the car and came and told us, well, I just kept that secret because prophecy brings edification, not terror. And I knew that if I told my wife that it would cause terror. So I just kept it in my, in my little bonnet. And then the doctor came in, Dr. Gedney, and he said, we have five problems. You know, you're overdue. You're large. <laughs> they just see, uh, and the babies, every time you lay on your back, the baby's heart rate goes down. It was just five things. You're not dilating. Those five different things that were kind of a problem. And, I, and so I asked the Bradley Method question is, okay, what if we do nothing? What if we wait? So I asked all these different questions that I was supposed to ask. And, and so he says, you know, you can wait and go home if you want to. I don't necessarily recommend it, but it'll probably be okay. But my recommendation is that the surgical team's ready I want, to, I want to take it cesarean. And Shannon just started bawling. I mean, like, it was, like, overwhelming, convulsing, like, oh, no, you know, scared. I mean, surgery, pretty major, right? I mean, a scary thing. And so, so I asked the doctor, I said, can I have a moment with my wife? And I asked her mom to leave and her friend that was there, can you guys just give us a moment? And so she, they left, and I sat there, and I said, Shannon, earlier, like six hours earlier, earlier when Tom came in, he told me, that the Lord told him that we were going to have to have a C-section. And so the Lord's with us. And she went from complete terror to complete joy. She looks at me and she's like, let's have this baby then. So I call the doctor in and I call the, my, her mom and everybody. I call them in and, and they're standing there and, and he looks at her and she's like, I'm having a baby. And she's like, what did you say to her? <laughs> you, know, you know, sometimes you just need those confirmations. You know, to know that God is with you, to know that everything's going to be okay. And that's how Mary's feeling. She's like, wow, God's going to be okay. Of course, we bore a son and named him Isaiah. You know, a longer story to that whole thing, but a beautiful story. And, And in verse 51, it says, He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud and the imagination of their hearts. You know, she's thinking about herself. You know, God's given this baby to her. He didn't give this baby to somebody living in a palace. He didn't give this baby to the, you know, a religious leader or somebody like that. She would think that. But here's this humble woman who lives in a nothing town who is from really the middle of nowhere and God has, has blessed her. And she just sees the, the graciousness of God in that whole thing as he, he doesn't regard the proud, the imagination of their hearts, and notice it says he's put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. Now, I don't think that Mary realizes that she's speaking prophetically about what Jesus' ministry will be like. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208 991 2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmet.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.